I'm Leroy Garcia. Welcome to Blue Rain Gallery Podcast. Today in the studio, we have the presence of Nathan Bennett, patina artist extraordinaire. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. What kind of questions do you want to ask um, me? What would you see? What do you see in my work? What why, do I why, see am in I, why am I here? I think this is good. I think what I see in your work is innovation galore. I have actually never met or seen another artist like uh, what Nathan is producing. And I say that without educating the public because what they're looking at is in essence a painting, but it's not. It's an interaction between chemicals and heat and a paintbrush and vision. And uh, we will let Nathan describe this as we go along. But thank you for asking that question. Um, my, my first question to you is, give me a little bit of history, who you are, where you come from, uh, and give me a description of how you got into art. I remember when I was six, I would trace my Mickey Mouse sheets. <laughs> I know, I remember that distinctly. So I, I can go back that far to six, that I can do that. That's so simple. If you just take those lines and break them down, I could draw Mickey at six. So, and I was drawing before that, but um, I don't remember not wanting to be an artist. That's actually a really common story, believe it or not. I know, I've heard it. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it. And then school sucked, you know, I've heard that. <laughs> um, scholarships to go to university, didn't want to go to university. Started at the foundry at Lehigh, Utah, where I grew raised and grew up. And, um, started at the foundry, had the scholarship offers lots of A's from art and music. And I was a musician also. So it just translated into, hey, this is really cool. I love sculpture more than painting, really. But it's, you know, it's all sixes. I just love art. But really getting down to it, I got to go to the foundry. They put me in the patina room and said, we think you're the next great patineur. I took it. I, I mean, I remember walking into there and it's dark and dank. And I used to sneak into the back and watch the patina happen. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It looks like magic. It is magic. Yeah. Literal, literal natural, natural magic. And so it just fascinated. So they put me in there and I ran with it. So I'd go in, you know, patina artists would make it. I'd walk into the booth and look at the canisters <laughs> that this stuff was in. Potassium, ferrocyanide, I would read. Mm. Well, cyanide. Did you have a respirator in? Well, no, no, this is what I'm saying. I know that's bad probably because it <laughs> says cyanide, but I don't care. And I'd dump this in, dump that in, and it would turn blue. So I'd get potassium, ferronide to go, ferrocyanide to go blue. But it's a wine color on bronze. But Yeah, how uh, it translates with yeah, heat, right? So you see this purple <laughs> crystal that goes black. You see this, you know, it just doesn't make sense until you're doing it. So to have never seen a patina painting the internet didn't exist back then 1989 and since then this is what i've been doing the paintings working with sculptures doing patina on them so it's been patina 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 so it's really literal an art form of the patina not necessarily painting mm -hmm. you know what i mean or sculpture well there's a, there's a there's an instant knowledge base that's well it's not instant it's it's developed over time but it it's not about painting it's about the interaction like you're describing chemical yeah interactions with heat i'm looking at this going what what i do like so if you asked me to redo that piece or this it would it, like no i don't think uh -uh. be hard nah because i i'm inventing 
as I go. And I, I find that with most patina artists, they are inventors. My question yeah. is, are you documenting your inventions? Yeah. In the head. I do, right in the <laughs> head, yeah. Like I don't Tim, write it down. Well, like I Tim Cherry, he, he writes all his stuff. Oh, down, no, right? when I, it's, it's, it's per usual. Yeah. It, from in, you know, England to here or anywhere in the country or world, it's kind of like if you find the formula for a French brown coloration on bronze, well, that could be multiple, multiple different things. You could take it in and, and bury it for a while somewhere and then rub that off and then add, you know, it could be really, really natural. But my, my thing is the, the heat with the metal being liquefied and then solidified again. You know, that could be silver and iron. So and it could be so many different things to just get a blade of grass in my painting. So it's like, look close. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of things going on that you really don't understand. So for, for our common audience, uh, like, they they kind of understand what patina is, but like, give them the simplest thing. Like, we have a... Uh, a cat behind you uh, by Bryce Pettit that you have done the patinas. That's yeah. a fairly simple patina, but it's not. So describe like what are your tools and and what are you using to develop color? And and that's in a simplistic form in a way as far as the patina part. That's on that yeah. piece oh, well, right there. And, and, and on most sculpture in general, yes. it does not get complicated like this. So, but let's but for the, our audience state start with the simple part. You see the the creamy color whitish on the mountain. Yeah. See the white on that face? Yeah. And then you see the warmth mm -hmm. on the side? Yeah. If you look at the mountain and you look at the warmth and you look at the yellowish and then you look at the blue, that's the same as the green blue on that painting. So when you see a sculpture, it's just the patina changes and mm -hmm. forms. That's the difference of what I've done with and it. And so what are you using to get that? So what I use is iron. Yes, you liquefy these metals with nitric acid. So you take nitric acid to a solid iron, silver, copper. You can pull sulfur out of the hot pot from a volcano. Um, and then titanium and titan uh, iron oxide. And it, that we're talking copper, sulfur, ferric. You add a little silver nitrate in, you know, some silver. That gives you different looks. And then you go with titanium and iron oxide, and then you can get into oxides, which is a tint. You know, and it's not a patina per se, but it is. So titanium dioxide is left over from pulling meteorite, which you get iron, and then you magnify that out, you liquefy it, and that's what tattoos are about. You know, the dark in your tattoo is iron, the bull is iron. So when you're talking steel and, and those things, what we have to do is liquefy them. And you can do that with electricity or acid. You know, it's, it's kind of like that. It's so that's how are, you're creating the pigment, the color. The coloration, and then it liquefies. It liquefies. And then when it, each one of the metals, it's not pouring temperature. Pouring bronze is 2200. We're looking at, at, at the bronze, not... So you heat it up. So that's why my, my point is like what's in your one hand is a paintbrush full of this chemical compound that you created. Well, and what's the other hand have a blowtorch. Uh -huh. <laughs> so this is very industrial. Yes. It's grinding. It's fire. It's brimstone. It smells like hell, literally, because of the sulfur. And so it's not like I'm sitting there doodling and playing around. I do doodle a lot, but it's in between things, <laughs> you know, pulling the grass up 
figuring out how to get the copper to look like it is something more than just the color of the Statue of Liberty. Right. That's the Which trick. is a natural. That's the trick because there's not that many elements that I can use. Right. You, we could pull it up and say seven, you know, seven elements maybe at the most. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's a funky thing to be it into is, it and is. it's your, it's my own little world. So ladies and gentlemen, think about the genius of that and uh, from doing a basic patina form on sculpture and then translating it like this, trying to control yeah. substance yeah. to create the image. Yeah. Uh, Mind boggling, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many years of experimentation did it 31. take to get 31 so far, years? And I'm still excited. Yeah. You're still discovering a lot of stuff. These new gold trees I'm working on, they're, they're, they're I'm using bronze to patina. You know, oh, patina, really? It, well, I see it on some of your works. You yeah. just don't recognize it. You mean, uh, uh, yeah. My, if you uh, use a bronze sculptures. powder, yeah, oh, yeah. you get that golden glittery, oh. you know, so I've been using that for years. You know, <laughs> nice. bronze into well, what bronze. I, what I find about all you patina artists, you're so secret. Well, that's okay. Because so, it's constant experimentation. So, yes, it. back in the day, if you had an artist that was, you know, you only got to cast bronze if you were really, really good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, the patina artists that got to color that bronze that we see Rodin in the museum. When we look at it, we go, God, that's a beautiful black and shiny and rich. And then it's got the blue spots on it where the copper uh, content threw out some protective shell around a pit of the bronze where it didn't. It's just mind boggling how the nature of it all works. And so I, I can't, you know, this is, this isn't something I've invented. This is as long as we can go back, which was an Egyptian mirror which we know was polished so you could see yourself and it was colored red on the back that's the oldest patina we have found yet nothing has ever i've never seen anything as complex as your paintings and yeah, that's yeah well i'm the first one to do this i know that and that was 1989 to 1990 and i i hit it it was a horrible landscape it was six o'clock in the morning i finished <laughs> i just i felt it something was there so I've been exploring and exploring and exploring. Well, so everyone is an invention. Well, Nathan, you're <laughs> you're 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 a pioneer in your field, and you know that already. I know, but uh, your influence is starting to have impact. You're, I've seen more and more patina artists yeah. uh, coming up, and uh, so like I've been working with uh, the Bronsmith Foundry in mm -hmm. Prescott, and one of my best friends is Carl Wolf. And he, he's looking at your work, and he's starting to develop, but it's still he's years and years. Uh, behind but he's he's trying to get there but think about the role of a pioneer in the first place well that's the most important one, right what 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 is it to be first yes you know how how important is that i don't know yet i don't i don't think about it i don't care yeah i, I, <laughs> I just I, want to make it i think the public recognition lags behind the genius well it's, it's i don't care yeah you know i just do it and well, so i don't do that piece the bull piece or the burning house piece or any piece necessarily for myself i'm do i don't know what i'm doing it for i don't know what the you know when you get a passion mm -hmm. and, it, and it is what it is and yep. you just don't fight it and you go with just it just go with it i don't know what happened yeah. i was in lehigh utah little cowboy mormon town that there was no influence of anything coming in or out that and so true. to grow up and to turn into what i did and to come up with what I have, it's all confusing to me. I can't sit here and answer all yeah. of that, so I don't try. Yeah. 
Well, and, I, and, and for me, these metals, right? These, these chemicals we talk about, they're like children to me. Yeah. Copper, I know, like a kid. Like, I, it will only go a certain temperature. It only goes a certain color. It can only be stained with these things or this thing. And it's not going to put up with this. And you're going to, if you try to take it this way, it's not going to go. So why try? You know, I, 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 it just, it just occurred to me as we were talking that um, I, I see a little bit of parallel in a sense between the, the glass artists working with frit and, and torches. Yes. And you working with your alkalines and torches on bronze. It, it, it has a similar feel, even though it's I, not on a pipe. We were at Sofa. I got put in as one of the top 10 glass artists there <laughs> on a blog. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and I walked up, I was talking to one of the glass artists. Yeah, I really like your stuff. He's like, that's you, right? And I'm like, yeah. So how are you doing that on glass? It's like, it's not glass. And he was so embarrassed because they had put up that top 10 and it wasn't even <laughs> glass. So I get confused all the time. No, oh. it, you know, uh, uh, the common uh, art collector is confused when they're looking at your work. They don't, right. know what they don't know what they're looking at. Well, I'm going to show people. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting well, to. Well, that's what we're doing here today. We're trying to educate people. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I, you know, because it, it is the most secretive art form of all the arts. It really is. Always has been, always will be. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the, the Pueblo culture and the fact that they, 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 out of perseverance of culture, they don't share outside their culture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, you know, it's like yeah. trade secrets. Yeah. And no, it is. It, it, so it, if I, it is a trade secret. Well, if I'm working at a foundry and I know how to do this most beautiful marble you've ever seen and you want it, Leroy, where are you going to go to get it? You're going to come N to Nathan that, Bennett. You're going to go to that one foundry that has that yeah. Paint work. Yeah. And you're going to stay there with that one guy. It's, it's, uh, it's a real personal, uh, it's a real personal relationship with the artist. So over the years doing art with artists, you know, you know, when you're failing, you know, when you're doing good, cause they'll tell you, <laughs> well, I, friends. well, you know, I, I'll tell you in, in, in my personal journey, uh, cause I, uh, helped orchestrate, uh, Tammy Garcia's career in, in bronze and it's kind of how we met you. But, um, I was so proud of what the bronze Smith came up with as far as the patina and then I'm looking at your work. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I thought that was complicated because most patinas are like Bryce's. They're, they're fairly simple. They don't, it, most artists don't want the patina to overtake the sculptural yeah, form, no, right? It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a thing and, that you work with. And in, in Tammy's case, we, we brought in a patina artist like Carl Wolf. And we created what we thought was so innovatively different, but you're already years ahead of that. It's kind of funny. Boom. And I, See yeah. the bowl. And I still want to get Carl Wolf <laughs> over here. We got to get him in. But um, uh, you guys are very special and there's a lot of talent there and a lot of knowledge of experimentation, constant experimentation. Yeah. Uh, Every what, one. It's, it, this is what people don't understand. You do one patina. You have, you have liquefied metal and then you re-solidify on it. And it could be, just an ounce of this a little bit too hot and the whole thing is different. Yeah. So you're looking for that one patina you came up with the first time, then you try it and then it doesn't work because all these things are going off different because it, it's, it, it's how much alcohol is in the drink, you know? Right. It's how much copper is in the water. That determines how much color you get when it embeds into the bronze. Yeah. So it, it's not like you could do one copper nitrate and then another copper nitrate. That's what you try to do on sculpture is you try to hit that same tone each time. Boom, boom, right. boom, boom, boom. When it comes to the paintings, that's all off. That's all off. Yeah. I, I don't know how the grass is going to go. I don't know how the clouds are going to read. I don't know how. So I just 
make it under almost the worst lighting I can. Well, so, <laughs> so, so, uh, so the other thing is, so there, there, there's the complexity of the alkaline mixtures, the acid mixtures, the, all of that. But then there's the temperature control with the torch. Yeah. And that's, is that a, is, is that just a, a feel you get or like yeah. how, it's because certain things react higher temperatures and lower temperatures. Yes. And how do you know that when you just have a torch, you don't, you're, I've never seen you with a temperature gauge. Like you have, it's time. You <laughs> just have to know. Yeah. Well, you, you get literally, there. That's it. That's by it. experience. Yeah. Your, my left hand is like my breathing. If I, if I don't have the torch on and I'm, I'm doodling with my right hand on something, my left hand will come replace it. Cause you. Take out temperature when you're putting on the cold water and it takes in the metal and then you refresh in that temperature back up with your left hand. So right hand put on, refresh it. You look like a drummer. I am a drummer. Really? Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> that's what I was. That's, 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 that's what I was first. That's what you're, you're, you're kind of describing a, a dance. Yeah. Or yeah, I'm very repetitive coordinated. motion on both hands. I'm very coordinated. Right? Yeah. yeah. So tell yeah. me about your little bit of uh, drumming history. Oh, I started when I was what, fourteen. Me and my friend, I was banging on three drums. He was. We put the amplifier in the <laughs> in the window and turned it the other way. And so we were upstairs in so the two bedroom house in Lehigh, window. Utah. And my dad <laughs> came in the room so pissed off. He had gotten dropped off two blocks away at the church and was walking home and heard it all the way home. And we were like, oh, no, but it it didn't stop me. (laughs) So, yeah, I had a hardcore metal band all through high school and then was playing. And my kid plays drums now. Well, um, I think we'll leave it here for now and maybe revisit stuff later. Give some more material as we go along. But uh, Nathan, we're honored that you're here and we appreciate all the innovation and the experimentation you have gone through for a long time to to develop what we have here at Blue Rain that you present to us. Well, thanks for uh, seeing it. Thank you. Well, I have thanks since the first it, moment. Because it's you. Yeah. <laughs> since you saw it. Well, uh, thank you for coming in. Thank you for yeah. having me. Well, I'd like to encourage everybody to subscribe to Blue Rain Gallery Podcast on all the pl- platforms from iTunes to Spotify. Um, uh, you can also get there on our uh, com page under podcasts. Uh, we'd also like to encourage you to bring art with you everywhere through the blue rain print shop.com. Anyways, have a good day. Thank you for coming. All right. Bye. <laughs>